This is Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach, here to tell you about the episode today. In this episode, I speak with women empowerment coach Julie Danielson, who helps women to thrive through and after divorce. We discuss the need to let go of the past and old traditions and make way for a new future. I'm calling it Out with the Old and In with the New, and it is an episode for the holiday series for people who are struggling. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Do you want more out of your life, but not exactly sure what that might be? Are you longing for something, but can't quite put your finger on what it is? That is the universe speaking to you, and it is time to listen up. I'm your host, Maureen Kafkis, the Brain BS Coach. I created the Brain BS Podcast to help people define what success means to them and show them how to get it. I help you to let go of fear and doubt and prepare your nervous system for success. I show you how to understand your own energy and to trust yourself to make all the decisions. If you are ready to go inward and stop looking outside yourself for all the answers, this is the podcast for you. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. We have an episode today in the, the holiday bonus episodes when I was thinking of what could be challenging this time of year and being married to somebody who's divorced. I thought that would be a topic that we could cover, but of course not at great length because we know we could talk about this for a very long time. But I invited Julie Danielson to come on and I'm going to let her introduce herself in a second. But I just want to, I want to point out that I think the main point of this podcast episode is to help people who are divorced to accept the current reality of your situation. Like Eckhart Tolle says, you have to accept reality or just cause this suffering. And we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some of the things that you can let go of from the past that aren't serving you and some ways to embrace a new future with your new family. So Julie, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience what you want them to know about you? Love it. Thank you so much. I am a woman's empowerment coach. I help women get over divorce and create a life they love. I'm the host of the Get Over Divorce podcast, and I was divorced once, and I've been remarried now. We just celebrated our 12-year anniversary. We have quite a blended family. He has two older daughters, and I have two boys, and my boys just both moved out of the house, and we're empty nesting now. So we've been there and we've been through all of that. And this is a great time to talk about letting go of the past. And, you know, I've just moved from Alaska to North Carolina. So I've had a lot of letting go to do this year with two boys moving out and moving on. Yeah. yeah. And I love it that you say that because, I mean, in reality, we should all be letting go all the time because mm -hmm. the present moment is all we really have. So yes. I like it that you put it that way because it kind of goes like with living consciously and uh, brain BS kind of way. So, all yeah. right. Well, so let's talk. We were talking first about traditions. Mm. Right? So well, why don't you share the tradition that you told me about? Because it's like such a simple way of explaining it, but it is meaningful. You know, when you're in a married, in a relationship and married and you have children together like you develop these rituals and these traditions that we call it around the holidays right like you know getting up in the morning and 
um, making breakfast for everybody before they get up and or something like that. Or maybe it's the way that you decorate the tree or when you do it or the activities that you have around the holidays that you all do together. Maybe you go to the tree lighting ceremony in your community together and like you make that a tradition. Well, when women go through the divorce, they really struggle because they feel this tie, this really hard pull to keep the tradition alive for the sake of the children. And I would probably challenge that the kids probably don't care. They just want their presence. <laughs> <laughs> right? Depending on how old they are. But like yeah. as adults, we're like, oh my God, we have to keep up with this tradition. And, you know, somebody said, I don't know, I read it somewhere on Facebook. It was probably a mean, a meme. And it was tradition. Tradition is old people or dead people telling you what you need to do. (laughs) That's awesome. Right? So like, I I feel like being really held by these traditions is compromising us and trying to, we're trying to fit our new evolved life into this old box and this old way of being. And I would just challenge everybody to really look, take a hard look at those traditions. And do they really need to stick? And how can they evolve so that they include your new life without your ex-spouse, right? Yeah. And to be quite honest, this is like helpful for anybody, even if you're not divorced. Right. Because we are tied into these traditions and years and years of doing them. Sometimes they just like suck the life out of you and everyone's dreading it. And I'm I'm also thinking about when you were talking about um traditions and, and couples who are still married who yeah. are very unhappy with each other. I'm picturing the energy that's in the house when they're trying to maintain these traditions in this facade for their children. And the truth is the children are responding to the energy in the house more than anything else. And I actually did when I got my master's in education, my project, my thesis was on um, divorce and the impact that it has on kids. And the number one problem with divorce, it's not getting a divorce that's a problem, it's hostility. Yeah. So staying together and being hostile is not a solution that's better than getting a divorce. It's when the two parents can figure out how to get along. And I think, especially at the holidays, it requires them to really step up to the next level to try to make it, you know, a a good experience for everyone. Well, and think about the like invisible load that us women have already. And during the holidays, it's like amplified. Not only do we have to do all the shopping, do all the wrapping, do all the cooking, do all every all of the things to make our holidays special. I mean, it's really upon the moms and the women that are doing that extra work, right? Like we don't get a, a couple of days off from work just so we can go and take care of all of this. And we're out there fighting traffic, fighting crowds. And it's exhausting, right? Yeah. So I've seen a lot of women that are kind of like, not really, I don't want to say going on strike this holiday, but they're like, you know what? I'm not going to throw that party because that's exhausting and screw that. Like, I'm just not going to do it. 
And it's like, yeah, don't put yourself through something that feels hard and heavy and uncomfortable that makes you resentful of the people around you for throwing the party, right? Nobody wants you if you're going to be grumpy about it. So yeah. do well, there's you- also like clean pain and dirty pain, right? So the clean pain of this situation is that you're not all going to be in the same house. Yeah. That some things are going to change. There is going to be a certain level of discomfort with getting rid of the old ways and bringing in the new ways. Wow. But the real suffering comes when we don't accept that and we judge it as a problem when there is no other you know, reality where you're not divorced. I can't can't tell you how many times I see a post. This is the time of year inside my private Facebook group where women are saying, oh, I am just so heartbroken that I won't be able to see my babies wake up with the joy of Christmas, Christmas morning, running to their presence. And they're like heartbroken and devastated over this. And like, I get that, but like, it's a reality that, you're going to have to share the kids. So find a way to build that into your experience with your children. It doesn't have to be Christmas morning. Like kids don't know the date. They don't care. Like you can have your own Christmas morning on the date that you do have them and make that okay. Right? Yeah. Make it okay that kids get two Christmases. Like my boys always said, you know, divorce was not bad because we got two Christmases. We got two birthdays and they love that about it. Right. Yeah. I think if we present it as um, bonus, you know, bonus parents and bonus situations where you get to experience like more abundance and stuff that it's going to, you know, it just creates, it's all about the tone and the the vibe that you present it. Yeah, it really is. But you bring up a very, very good point Um, for people who aren't really into living consciously or haven't studied it or done any work on it. Letting go of the ego is huge, especially like if the one spouse thinks it's the other one's fault because they got the divorce and stuff. So it's really hard to navigate that when there's hostility between the two households. And there often is, there's usually the spouse there. There's usually a spouse that isn't doing that kind of work. Right. Like I, I see a lot of women whose um, husbands moved on really quickly and they are now with another woman. And, you know, this poor woman in my group is thinking she is in her place. Right. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? When they think somebody took their place. Like, can you think of a worse feeling? No, it's terrible. But like, it's also ridiculous because like children have a birth mom and and like, if you have an amazing relationship with your children, nobody can ever take that place, like ever. But um, the brain BS that goes on in their mind is I've been replaced. Total yeah. BS. Well, I'm going to share something. I don't know if I actually have ever shared this um, on the podcast before, but if I'm totally honest, I was being very competitive when I first started hosting Christmases as a stepmom, right? I mean, I was, I was buying these guys so many gifts 
it was insane. And I was buying them expensive things, like treating them and trying to make it amazing in this whole experience. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I really can't explain this to you because it's so yeah. crazy to me now. But at that time, my brain was offering me that somehow they could think I put on a better Christmas than their mother. Interesting. And I didn't, it took me years to realize that I was even doing that. I had no idea ah. in the moment because when I first yeah. got married, that was like over 20 years ago. And I didn't have the knowledge that I have now in the awareness I thought like everything was happening to me and that I was here to clean up this shit show and get everything, you know, <laughs> better again. Like I was the savior, the person coming in who wasn't divorced. Mm. Like all that, there's so much brain BS coming from every single member of the family. <laughs> I also think like, I think that's definitely a perspective and I could see that, but I, I coming from me, like I felt like I had to overcompensate. So like I would buy my kids the amount of toys or even more of the amount of toys that I would have had as a family unit with their dad. And I think I overcompensated like, okay, we're divorced now and I need to do that all on my own. And I have to make sure I get them everything they want. And yeah. really I was just spoiling the hell out of my kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it made, it makes us feel more secure and more important. Like they're going to really think, you know, and I'm not saying that any of us do this at a conscious level because I don't think it is. Oh, no, it was totally unconscious for me then. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just trying to, you know, make our house the best one. <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely see that going on. And I think there's a lot of women out there that struggle with not having even a house, like maybe, you know, because of divorce, they're in an apartment or their living situation isn't quite as luxurious as it was before. And I would just really challenge them. Like you don't need a big house to have a home. You don't need, um, you know, a whole bunch of toys for your kids to be a good mom. Like you get to provide the absolute best thing for your children. And that is your time and your energy. And when you don't have your children, make sure that you're using that time to recharge, put your needs first and like really do the self-care that you need to recharge in that time. Yeah, that maintaining that positive vibration. And I'm mm -hmm. not saying you're going to be positive all the time because I don't believe that that's necessary. Right. But if you're constantly in angst mm -hmm. about the fact that you're divorced, yeah, and you're constantly thinking you're missing out on something that was supposed to be uh, yours, there yeah. is nothing more painful than that. And it's also total bullshit. It's total bullshit. Thank because you. when I'm we like, get I... divorced, we're supposed to be divorced. And we know that because we're divorced. I mean, and and having your kids 50-50, you can look at it as in like the, the glasses half empty, or you can look at it as the glasses half full. And I always chose to look at it as the glasses half full. I made the time that I didn't have with my kids count for me. I took classes. I up-leveled my career. I got really busy in that area when my kids were not present so that when they were present, I could really focus on them and make that time meaningful and connected 
which was, you know, me doing the conscious work on myself to really develop that relationship with them. And to this day, I feel like I have just a very deep connected relationship with my kids and I only had half custody. So for those ladies out there that are struggling with not having their kids full time, make it count. Yeah, I love that because there's lots of people that have their kids full time and they don't spend any time with them at all. So it's really not a matter of the amount of hours that you have with them. It's like what you decide to make of it. And then it also like, so we'll kind of talk a little bit about what it would be like to work with you because I feel like this is not something that you're just going to decide on Christmas to try to make things go well. This is like, this is work that you don't go around for the rest of your life kind of work <laughs> to maintain that that mindset because it's never it can always creep up you're always going to get triggers from being divorced and stuff and it's how you choose to respond to those absolutely um well people can find me through uh facebook i have a group called um thriving community women supporting women through divorce there's almost 11,000 women in that group. And it's the best divorcees Facebook group out there because I have really good rules that keep it classy and positive and like moving towards growth and development instead of like keeping people in the stuck of it, right? Like you can absolutely share your story. You can get advice, um, but, you know, put it in a way that's really constructive and helpful and not like you know, it's dwelling in negativity is not going to get out of negativity. Yeah. It's just going to keep you in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put the link for your, your Facebook group. Do you also, and I know you have a podcast too. Yes. The get over divorce podcast. You bet. And do you have, um, do you do one-to-one coaching or a program? I have a program. It's six months and women who want to get past their divorce and they're feeling stuck and they're struggling with um, moving on and really even embracing the idea of dating. Like it's all new for these women. So in six months, I help take them from like kind of being depressed and divorced to being date ready and feeling like they have done the work to learn the, you know, the lessons that their past relationship had to teach them and move on powerfully in their life. And so it's a six month container and there's also modules and I mail them a book. There's all kinds of goodness, but they can reach out to me to get more information. They can join my Facebook group for free and also get information on my podcast. All right. Awesome. And since you do just work with women, if people want to work with, uh, if there's guys out there Mm -hmm. looking to get some help and to get a little support, I will come up with some links for that and put them in the show notes so that everybody is taken care of whether, because it is, it does go both ways. And we do tend to um, view women in a certain light and men, but in some families, it's not like that. Yeah, it is the guy doing all the Christmas gifts and the shopping and making the home, the home environment. So we want to make sure that we don't Absolutely. fall into brain BS with our labeling and stuff. And we realize it. Absolutely. Right. I, I kind of speak on behalf of the ladies I work with, but 
Yeah. And I, I do work with men um, once in a while. I always do have an opportunity to, to work with me as a VIP. So I would do that um, separately from my group program. All right. So let's just with the little time we have left, let's brainstorm a little bit um, to give people some ideas of how they can approach well, I mean, we kind of did already, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, let go of the past, you embrace the new future. So figuring out how to create new traditions. I remember when we, the first Christmas that I was with my husband mm -hmm. and we, we got a tree and I kept like, we were going to put up the decorations and the ornaments kept falling and, and breaking. Like they were shattering, right? And it was it was sort of awkward and uncomfortable. And it was me and Bob and Olivia and Alexis, my stepdaughters. <laughs> and everyone was just sort of like, it was like this funky vibe. And we're all in there. And then when the last one dropped, I started cracking up. And we all just started laughing and we were able to move on from there. So it, it was like really acknowledging, like if I knew now or knew <laughs> then what I know now, I would have said, I know this is probably kind of weird that we're doing a Christmas tree and it's not the one, you know, with your mom, you know, just acknowledging that things are changing. Yes. And not trying yeah. to act like you're just trying to get past the holidays without somebody, the kids knowing you got a divorce. You know what I mean? Right? Like, talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about it and be willing to like reinvent what your holiday looks like be open to collaborate with your ex-spouse and come up with a plan that works best for the kids I think I think that's always important is that like you know we're really doing this for the kids not yourself so they may not be as attached to the traditions that you're attached to right yeah be willing to um you know do it a little different yeah, and I can't I can't stress this next point enough. Include mm -hmm. your new spouse in the plans. Yeah. Right? Don't just you were a nuclear family at one point. And yes, the kids are important, but the truth be told, they're not the beginning and the end of everything. We're yeah. all humans with souls and we're all equally important. So yeah. we need to make sure that we include the new family members. Mm-hmm. So that everybody feels like they belong in the, in the family. Well, yeah. And that may mean two separate Christmases, right? Um, Cause I don't think, I don't think my now husband would have been very happy if I said, well, bye, I'm going to go take the kids and spend, you know, Christmas with my ex. Oh, hell no. <laughs> my husband wouldn't have wife, done that either. And his new wife wouldn't have been too cute. No. No. So like, yeah, be really mindful of um, those type of things and like be okay with it being different. Yeah. And again, like let go of the judgments. Like, mm -hmm. well, okay, I agree that we could pretend like Christmas is a day and the kids don't care, but it's not really Christmas and he gets them on Christmas. So like what? that sort of thinking. And that is going to be a pattern that yep. is probably going to get triggered. So just having that awareness and understanding that just because your brain offers you a thought does not mean you have to believe it or buy yeah. it. Absolutely. Like why get upset because you're not celebrating on exactly the day? What's the point? 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's enough to, you know, to be, to suffer about, right? There's so many things to suffer about and we cause ourselves so much suffering with the way we're thinking. And it's just like, I wish I knew this when I first got married to my husband, because I had no idea how much pain I was creating for myself by my delusions about marriage and a blended family. Oh my God. Oh, oh, this is the big one. And we definitely have to touch on this before we end the podcast. Okay. We are not one big happy family. Okay. (laughs) A blended family is not one big happy family, which I tried to create in my family and it was Mm -hmm. exhausting and not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not right. And it's also not your job to make everybody at that family happy. Well, considering they couldn't make each other happy, why Mm -hmm. I would come in as a stepmom thinking I could make them both happy is kind of silly. And sometimes I actually worried more about his ex being happy because Mm -hmm. then all of us could be happier. Mm. Yeah, that's especially, it's especially difficult in this tumultuous, um, like divorce, right? Like that, that is difficult, but Well, just to be clear in her defense, it really wasn't tumultuous. It was me being sensitive and being, I don't know if you're into human design, but I'm a projector and I have an open solar. So I can feel everybody's energy. So coming into that, they actually had a pretty amicable divorce and always stepped up and and did what they had to do for the most part for the kids. And you know what? I honestly, I believe that anyone can have an amicable divorce as long as you are willing to hold really good boundaries for yourself. Yeah. And maintain the values that are important to you. Absolutely. Like the way that you show up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, do you have anything else that you want to say that you haven't said already? Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to thank your audience for listening. This was so great. It was great to meet you. It was nice meeting you too. Audience, I know you learned something valuable here today. I'll see you next episode. Thanks for being here and learning about Brain BS. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a little time to do a quick review, give me five stars, and share it with everyone you know. If you're actually interested in being on the podcast yourself or have questions about it, you can find me in the Brain BS podcast community on Facebook. See you next time.